0: For Cigar Talk, the fastest-growing cigar show in the nation. Whether you're a new cigar enthusiast or a cigar aficionado, we have something for everyone. Bringing you the best interviews, cigar reviews, and weekly giveaways. So grab yourself a cigar.
1: It's time to light them up. Hey
0: guys, welcome to Cigar Talk. I'm your host, Rob Jones, and this week we're going to have a fellow cigar aficionado on the show with us, Bryant Falconer. Anyway, he's one of the guys I hang out with at the Leaf, and he's going to come in. We're going to talk about cigar shops, we're going to talk about an experience of what a newcomer to the cigar community can expect the best way for them to join the cigar community and uh, just let them know what it's like to be a part of the cigar community you guys that already know you know it's the best brotherhood that there is and so we want to we want to teach other people how that they can become a part of this great community and then we reach out to mark over at select draw cutters uh they're going to partner up with us this week and provide some cutters for our giveaway if you haven't seen them run over to my instagram account run to the web page I'll have them a link that you can check out their cutters. It's really a unique cutter that looks like a bishop from a chess piece. You unscrew the bottom and it's got these three sharp prongs. And uh, I tell you what, I was skeptical when I first saw it. I was thinking, how could you possibly get a good draw with just these uh, little prongs? But I was shocked. So I loved them so much. I reached out to them and the great owner over there at Mark uh, was super friendly and just really gracious to give us some cutters to give away to you guys of course after the interview we will uh, also do the cigar talk trivia question and of course i'll give you my cigar of the week and so uh stick around with us and we will be right back after a quick word from our sponsor Hey, welcome back to Cigar Talk. This is your host, Rob Jones. We have a special guest with us today, Mr. Brian Falconer. How you doing today, Brian? Hey, I'm doing good, bro. How you doing? Awesome, man. Glad to have you here in the studio. Uh, I'll introduce you guys. This is uh, Brian Falconer. And, uh, oops, I said it wrong. Brian Falconer. And uh, he's one of the... Uh, Cigar aficionados down at the Leaf here in Abilene, Texas. He smokes uh, a lot of uh, Macanudos. He smokes a lot of Monte Cristos. Uh, he also smokes a, a wide variety of different cigars. And uh, he tries some that I uh, recommend. And then he recommends some to me that I don't have anything to do with. <laughs> no. Anyway, uh, thank you for coming on the show today. Ain't no problem, bro. So, you know, one of the things we wanted to touch on today was... You know, the whole experience of uh, when you first start smoking cigars, you know, you might not know where to go. You uh, let me turn that up just a little bit. So you might not know where to go. And so, you probably most people Google cigar shop and then they find a the shop and then they show up. And we know how that experience is, especially a first timer.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, I started off in the army smoking. Uh, like I said, I, I hung out with NCOs, which are non commissioned officers, sergeants, E5s, E6, E7s, and they, um, introduced me to cigars. Uh, they sat me down and they gave me a little bit of an understanding. You know, what I give to new smokers is don't, be scared to ask questions. Yeah, open that's the mouth. biggest part. Oh, yeah. Drop those walls and I know, open your mouth.
0: I know my first experience in the cigar shop was, Ooh. you know, well, I mean, as a, as a cigar noobie. enthusiast, mm-hmm. I had been to several cigar shops, but coming to a cigar shop wanting to be able to hang out at a cigar shop, that's a little bit different because, I mean, you know how many times we see guys, they come, come in and get doors, cigars yeah, and then and they bam, they're gone. Doors, yep. So getting to that place where you can hang out and relax, you know, that's a whole different level of cigar smoking.
1: Oh yes. Yeah, it's, it's about dropping those walls.
0: Yeah. You know, uh, people come
1: in with an expectation and you, you don't know anyone in there. It's the first time you're walking into that shop and then you are you know, I don't want to say you're scared, but you have uh, walls up. You walk in, you don't know anybody. You won't talk. You walk to the t- tobacconist and you say, "Okay, I want a cigar." Okay, now his job is to qu- to query you to find out what you like, where you are. Are you a newbie?
0: To qualify, yeah. You. And-, and so you know, and and part of that is though you come in, uh, we don't care. We hear trains all the time, don't we? All the time. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, when you come in, yeah, ask the tobacconist, you know, hey, man, I'm new. That's that's the best, best thing, thing you can do. say is I'm new. Yeah, because now he knows what to do and how to do it. He. Right. And you, if you smoke cigars before, you can say, hey, I've uh, smoked this yes. and this. Mm-hmm. I like this or I didn't like this. And that that information gives him what to go, go on, on. Mm-hmm. for helping you pick another cigar that's suited for you. Most definitely. And so th- that's the best thing you can do if you're picking out a new cigar or you're wanting to try cigars. But if you're trying to, like, get a cigar home, which I recommend to yes. everyone. Yes, yes. Once you get a cigar, don't leave.
1: Yeah, sit down and open up a conversation because yeah. that will enlighten you to a point, to a, 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 an atmosphere, a different environment. Uh, the Leaf, to me, like I said, the first time I found out about the Leaf, I was uh, at work leaving uh, the county, driving downtown. And I saw the sign on the side of the building, the Leaf, and I was like, oh, the Leaf? Two things went through my mind. Okay, is this a head shop or a cigar <laughs> shop? <laughs> a cigar shop, right? Now, if it's a head shop, I don't want to see him walking yeah. in it because I work for the state. Right. But when I walked up, I looked. I said, "Oh, those are all sticks." Because the first thing I saw were the pipes.
2: The uh, uh,
1: mirrors. I was like, "Okay, this is a real cigar shop." So I walked in. There were four gentlemen sitting there, and then I was met by Jacob, who used to work there at. Uh, Super tobacco. nice
0: guy. Super Perfect nice guy. guy.
1: And he queried me. He started asking those questions, and like I explained to him, you know, I've, I've smoked for years, but I didn't have a home in Abilene, and that's what I was looking for was a home in Abilene. Right. And then he sat down and we talked for about fifteen minutes, and then he took me to the humidor, and then we went in the humidor. He said, "Well, what is your favorite?" I said, "Well, I started off with Monte Cristos. I've always been a Monte Cristo man, so that's what I've had." And then he opened my eyes to different types, different smokes, different cuts, different leaves, different wraps. And I was like, okay. What it really did was open my eyes to him. Because I was like, here's this young guy, you know, he has some knowledge. (laughs) He knows what he's talking about. Right. And then I met Bill. Totally different side of the spectrum. (laughs) Yeah, not so friendly. In a fun way. In a fun way. Right. But sitting talking to Bill, it gave me another understanding. He He loved cigars. He, he pipe loved tobacco, and his pipe tobacco. He was He kept telling me, "Brian, you're gonna get a pipe before I, I sell the shop." I was like, "Yeah, right." <laughs> Needless to say, he got me in one before he sold the shop. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true.
0: So, but I sat back and, there. and I'll tell you how smooth Bill is. I'm going to interrupt you just for a second. Ooh. You know, I'm just like a cigar guy. Yes, sir. Bill sold me an ashton pipe which if anybody knows and this is my first pipe okay Mm -hmm. my first pipe was a 350 Mm dollar pipe that's how smooth bill is
1: and it's it's him you know it's that ex-pastor in him well (laughs) right right. (laughs) he took you in he he made you a part of the flock and he said okay i'm gonna give him
0: what i want (laughs) well and the funny thing is it's not that he was like trying to sell me a pipe because he's too smooth for that. He just shows me pipes that he knows I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, Yeah. I got to have that one. (laughs) So anyway, let's get back to it. Uh, So when you come in and you get a cigar, instead of dashing out the door, uh, like at the Leaf, one of my big uh, offerings to new guys is, hey, man, do you drink coffee? And they say, yeah. I go, well, you just found the best coffee in town. So... Uh, that's one of the ways I try to get people to stay. Mm-hmm. Is if they'll get a cup of coffee, then and you hang have to, out.
1: you sit down, you hang out, you are drinking your coffee. And now you
0: enjoy both.
1: As you sit down, smoke your stick, drink your coffee, and have conversations, it becomes right. a different environment. It becomes a you
0: become a part of the community. Right? Because you know, even and I'm guilty of exactly what we're saying not to do. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> I came in and I seen uh, Gary. Sitting at the table smoking a, you know, forty inch digger. I mean, I'm exaggerating. (laughs) I I think it's about an eighty inch. inch, Yep, but an eight by sixty digger and he's wearing some Jacques Cousteau hat yeah, with boy. this ponytail <laughs> and with his glasses on and he's looking like he's researching something and I'm like <laughs> man this dude he's like a professional cigar smoker he makes me feel real intimidated
1: but then you talk
0: to him and then I talk to him and get to know him and it's like oh he's just a regular, a regular guy. guy like the rest mm-hmm. of us a regular guy. so that was the biggest step and once I sat down and started smoking a cigar. I mean, the walls start coming down. The walls come down, and now it's just it's a it's second, second home, home. for yeah, me. Yeah, it's a community. And you know what's funny is and I don't know if you know this, but when I started smoking cigars at the Leaf for the first six months, before that, I had never drank coffee ever. And I
1: cannot believe it. I know, right? Because <laughs> I drink so much coffee, coffee now. now,
0: and so. Every time you're in there, you... you, I drink two or three, four or five cups.
1: No, cups, you drink pots. Right, right, right. (laughs) You
0: drink pots. uh, And that's what I tell a lot of people who tell me they don't drink coffee, but they smoke cigars. I'm like, put the two together. Mm -hmm. Put Put the two two together. together. Yes, sir. So, anyway, after I started drinking coffee there, I mean, you got cigars, you got coffee, you got conversation. Mm -hmm. I didn't ever need to leave. And that's what happens you right. don't want to leave <laughs> right well it's because it's it's your second family now
1: it becomes a community it's somewhere where you can go and people of like mind you can sit down and you can have a conversation or 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 not like mine not like mine and still, and have, and a still have a conversation and respect their ideas as they expect respect yours right and that's the beauty of it you sit there and I'm telling you, it's the it's my place. I had been searching for a place since I moved to Texas. All I had was Austin when I went to manager's meetings and Harker Heights when I went to my uh, fraternity meetings, which is Kappa Chi, Military Fraternity Incorporated.
0: Little plug there. I got to.
1: <laughs> but when I found my home in Abilene, it just, it, it just took me away. It took me away because that's where I, if I'm not at work, at home, at church, you can find me
0: at the leaf well i'll tell you this before i started hanging out at the leaf I wanted to leave Abilene. Oh, yeah. I wanted to move. I thought this town sucked.
1: Because it had nothing for me. Right, right. Because I
0: don't go to bars. (laughs) No. Uh, I don't go to clubs. Not me neither. I don't play golf. I mean, Uh, when I say I don't play, I might play once or twice a year. mm -hmm. And when I say play golf, I mean I hack around. You
1: out there tearing up the course. Yeah, yeah. So, (laughs) I mean, it's
0: just, you know, I don't have any other hobbies other than smoking Moken cigars, cigars and, and guns, and guns. Well, that's not a hobby though. That's a collection. <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: I just love it though. I, the leaf became my 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 third home because I had home church, and then that became my third home. Uh, I love everybody in there. Uh, there are differing ideals. There are differing mindsets. There are different people. But when you're in there, in that's in that cigar shop. You have one thing in common, and that's the cigar first of all,
0: absolutely.
1: The second thing is now conversation.
0: well, you know we all, especially when you're going to a shop in your hometown. oh yes, you have a lot of things in common, like hey, how come the city's not fixing the road on <laughs> South first Street, or why do they have everything tore? You know what I mean you, yeah. you do have some commonality yeah. there, so even if you're not uh on the same, same page race. politically yeah you know there's
1: still some commonality there, right there even is.
0: on your view of religion, religion. or mm-hmm. any of those things there's still mm-hmm. some commonality that and it all share. comes
1: down to that cigar
0: that stick that's why so many people talk about the weather oh yes we all have that in common especially here oh
1: man. i never knew that there was a religion for the weather until i got here
0: right <laughs> well i was up uh where was i oh i was up in uh fort worth yesterday uh-huh. and uh we were talking to a uh, mixologist from chicago on the uh, on the show i was on okay. yesterday and she was talking about how crazy the weather there is and we were like it's pretty crazy here Most i definitely. mean we don't have that extreme temperature of minus 30 40 but yeah. we do have the swing of it's 50 one day and 30 the next
1: oh uh, we could go back to just Two days ago and it was 98 and then the next day it was 50. Right? Uh, I come from Illinois. I mean, I'm from East St. Louis. I, we get the, both extremes, 100 degrees to the minus 30s. But to have it in the same day just blows my mind. <laughs> and that is a conversation you can have while sitting down smoking you a stick and drinking you a cup of coffee. And it'll well, take you hours.
0: Hey, well, that's what I told her. I said in 1995 me and my wife were driving to Dallas from Lubbock. Mm-hmm. And at the halfway point, it snowed 18 inches in three hours. <laughs> I'm not kidding, man. And the Red Cross showed up, started putting up tents. Tits, yeah. I mean, it was crazy. We ended up turning around and going back home. But what should have been an hour and a half ended up being like six hours. To go back home. Yeah, it was crazy.
1: And that's another thing that, that it – enthralls me with texas you can drive you can
0: drive 10 hours and still
1: haven't left the state of texas
0: yeah because i actually pulled it up to go from el paso to, to Tex- Texarkana is 12 and a half 12 hours
1: and a half hours you know i could be back home in st louis <laughs> in 12 hours that's going through three
0: states <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's crazy
1: but i love it I, I, that's the that's the atmosphere of the leap the ability to sit down and have conversations to Come together. Right. Come together. So,
0: yeah, this whole conversation we just had got off track. I yeah. realized that. But that's what happens when you're hanging out at a cigar shop. Yes, you sir. just kind of sit back and talk about whatever. Now, the other thing is when you're at the cigar shop, you actually build relationships with your uh, counterparts, mm-hmm. your uh, fellow cigar aficionados, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. the new guys. You take them under your wing. That's correct. Uh, you know, it really becomes like family. And I'll give an example. I guess it's probably been about a month ago, maybe a little bit longer. Uh one of the guys that comes to our shop, he's a young guy and he's one of the new guys. Yes. We yes, all know, know Matthew. About, Matthew. And uh, you know, actually Matthew was supposed to be on this show and he got sick. sick and so uh but before that, uh I guess it's been about a month ago, I hadn't seen him for like a week. So uh I forgot that he'd gone to Houston. Okay. So then when he came back from Houston, though, he still, he got the flu. And so I called him up and I was like, Hey man, how you doing? He's like, Oh man, I'm sick. I yeah, got the flu. Yeah. And I was like, okay, man, well, I just hadn't seen you. I wanted to check on you. And he was like, Oh, I appreciate you checking on me, but that's how we are. Yes. If, if I was saying yesterday, you know, if, if we don't see Fred at the shop in three days, then we're like, hey, what's wrong with Fred? Something's wrong.
1: If he doesn't make it at by 5.30, we think something's right, wrong. Because right. that's his nickname, 5 o'clock Fred. <laughs> 5 o'clock Fred. <laughs> Every day at 5 o'clock, he walks in the door. Right. 5.30, we're wondering, okay, what's happening? People are walking out trying to look and see if by he's coming six, down the you street. you know he's not coming. He's not coming. Right. But then the next day when he shows up, we want to know where were you yesterday? What happened? Uh, that's the type of family you build in in a, in a cigar shop.
0: And it's and it's completely different than that whole, whole mentality, mentality of hanging out at a bar. It's totally different. You know what I mean? Because at a bar, you know, I've done the bar scene back in my younger days. alcohol speaks. Yeah. You know, it completely changes
1: you. With a cigar, you sit back and become who you really are.
0: And I'll tell you what really got me uh, not to go to bars was when I started smoking cigars. Yeah. Because a lot of times when you go to a bar... You can have a smoking bar, but you it's light like up, right a up a cigar, cigar. and yeah. they start going crazy. Yeah. It's like, oh, you can't smoke that in here, and I'm like, why are you crazy? When you're there smoking all you those chemicals, to, in yeah, the it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. So anyway, for you guys that are, you know, you've got yourself into smoking cigars here and there, and you want to take that next step into the cigar family, mm-hmm. man, go into the cigar shop. And take a seat. Yeah, take a seat, man. That's the best advice you can get is because once you sit down, I just hope you're ready for the experience. Experience, yes, Because, yes. you know, and it's not going to be maybe day one. Maybe it's It's going to be be day day two. two Maybe it's going to be day 10. But it's up to you
1: to open up in order for you even even to understand the experience. Right. Because if you sit there and you don't say anything, you become that that lump on the log. You're going to miss it
0: still. Well, you know what? It's funny that you say that, though. I think if you go long enough, even if you don't open up, people will get you to open up. Yeah,
1: because people like you. Yeah,
0: (laughs) people like me. But you know what's funny is I went by Pop Safari in Fort Worth yesterday. Uh Uh-huh. And I sat in a big square. They had, like, chairs and, like, a probably a 15-foot by 15-foot square all facing in, you know. Uh-huh. And I sat down, and there was probably about six or seven men in their late 60s all sitting around okay. talking. And, you know, as a polite cigar smoker, I'm not just going to sit down. Did you say polite? And, yes, I did. So... <laughs> You know, someone who has respect for their elders. Let's go that way. So anyway, I'm sitting there, and I'm listening to these guys, and they're hilarious, man. Everything they say is I'm cracking up. (laughs) And one of them looks over at me and says... You got something to say? And I said, "Uh, no, sir. And he goes, well, you sure being quiet over there. You know, this isn't a private conversation. You can join in at any time. That's the
1: cigar shop.
0: And I was like, man, that's cool. These old guys letting me. That's the cigar shop. And you know what's funny is I still didn't really say anything. I just just wanted to listen listen. because they were just so funny, dude.
1: You find that uh, the mindsets of letting go, opening up, enjoying yourself and others is a cigar shop. I sit there and uh, like today, if I was there, I'd be smoking this punch uh, uh, limited edition air grow. And people will want to find out, okay, what type of cigar is it? How does it taste? What is it like? It's a short one, but this is a, a great smoke. Right. And then it gives you another conversation to have with somebody because there may be somebody that did not smoke that doesn't understand it. That Oh, no, I'm just stuck on this one. no. As you said about me in the beginning, I used to be that type that was stuck on just Monte Cristos. Not anymore. Good. Not anymore. You, uh, Bill, especially Gary, have opened up my mind about other tasting cigars. Other tastes. There are other types. There are other smokes. There are other leafs. And when well, you, you know, get that...
0: There's guys that smoke the same cigar yeah. all their life, and yeah. that's fine. That's on them. But, you know... For me... I'm adventurous, Yeah, I'm adventurous always. (laughs) And, you know, the thing about it is I do have my go-tos, but Mm -hmm. my go-tos are spread out over about six different brands. Brands, mm -hmm. And, you know, I even love to smoke a 1964 or a 1926 Padron from time to time. But I know... If let's just say money grew on trees and I had 50 trees, (laughs) that if I smoked Padrones every day, I'd get tired of them. You would. I mean, because right now, smoking a Padrone is special. Mm -hmm. It's like if I'm going to spend that money. But what I love about that cigar is it has that Padrone unique taste taste that no no other cigar has. Yes, yes. And, you know, to me, I think that's why the Padrones are as expensive as they they are are. because nobody – has been able to duplicate that that taste.
1: It's like that Harley-Davidson sound. Nobody can duplicate right,
0: it. Right, right. So it's been uh, my experience that I like to venture out on all different kinds of cars. Because you know I smoke. If I haven't smoked it before, I want to smoke yes. it. Yes. Unless it's infused, flavored, or Kentucky <laughs> like an fire-cured.
1: A, like an acid. Right.
0: <laughs> well, you know, even, even the Kentucky fire-cured, I was at a shop not too long ago that had those, and I had never had one just because I thought, eh, I don't really want to try that. But, you know, me always wanting to try something, I actually uh, tried one, and I tell you what, the first puff, second puff was like, oh, that's interesting. Uh And by the fifth puff, I was like, well, that's going to get old real (laughs) quick because it's just Just Kentucky Mm fire-cure wood in your face, the Mm -hmm. entire smoke. So... Anyway, uh, later in the show, uh, after we take a break, we are going to talk select draw cutters. Uh, he's actually going to supply us with cutters for our giveaway this week. And so we can't wait to hear uh, some different things from him. It's a really cool cutter. I was skeptical at first. They sent me one. I tried it out. I've got to tell you guys, I was impressed. Uh, I, I never saw this thing working the way it works because... Uh, In my mind, I thought, well, you're never going to get a good draw using that. But sure enough, it actually makes a really nice draw. So uh, we'll give him a call and uh, hear from him. And then uh, we'll uh, be talking to uh, Cigar Man Official a little bit later after that. So we'll be right back after a quick break. Stick around. Don't go anywhere. Nowhere. Hey, guys, as a quick reminder, go by our Instagram account. You can find us at cigar underscore talk underscore podcast. And uh, you can like our pictures, follow us, uh, send us messages. We usually respond within an hour or two. Uh, Then also go by our website. It's www.cigartalkpodcast.com. You can register. uh, That way we can send out emails for upcoming events and also let us know uh, if you have some questions for us. We'd love to answer your questions on the show. Anyway, we appreciate it. Thank you. mark hey mark this is rob from cigar talk how are you doing rob, today bud you, man i'm how doing great uh you're gonna be joining us with uh, it's myself rob jones and my co-host tonight is brian falconer how you doing Mark? doing well how are you all right sir. Uh, before great. we called you we were just talking about your cutter and you know i was telling people that before you sent me one i was very skeptical because I hadn't used one before and I was like, how could three little holes make a good draw? And I'm sure you've heard that before.
2: We have. We have.
0: And so whenever I tried it out, it worked amazingly. And it's a great looking piece.
2: It is a great conversation piece. Uh, we get that all the time. It may not fit in your pocket, you know, great. But uh, when you put it on any lounge or any man cave or anywhere, it really... Uh, it really starts the conversation, and when you unscrew it, it's even it's on from there.
0: Well, see, I guess down in Texas we got bigger it's pockets because <laughs> you
2: do have bigger pockets. It, uh, it's, you know, we're we're in Maryland, so we're you know not too far from Philadelphia or New York City. So uh, <laughs> uh, we get the big price point up here. Well, but, I was gonna uh, say y'all yeah.
0: must be wearing skinny jeans up there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, it's not. Uh, it's a little stuffy up here. Yeah, I will say that. I'm not going to say that live, but, yeah, it is a little stuffy up here, yeah. I understand. Uh, so, and it's uh But it, it's uh, great. I, I appreciate you taking time and fitting me in. I know you said May or June, and I really, uh, really, uh, I do appreciate it. Oh, man, it's you, our you pleasure. Giving us, some, giving us some love and everything yeah. like that. And I listened to some of your podcasts. I'm sorry about the time frame. I, you didn't say Eastern Standard Time. I thought it was your time, but uh, we're here now, and uh, –
0: well, Thank we're glad much. to have you, man. Uh, yeah. I've been looking forward to having you on the show. So, uh, I wanted to share with the audience how you actually got started in developing this cutter. W- where did the idea come from? Tell us a little bit about the history.
2: So, um, I'm a co founder and our inventor. Um, we came together for this dynamic partnership and we wanted to create a product, enhance, you know, everybody's smoking sessions and, um, it came across to not the, to get the particles uh, in, in your mouth for, um, you know, for smoking. Yeah, you know,
0: that makes cap, sense. Cap, yeah.
2: cap integrity, um, you know, doesn't tear your cap. It all prevents particles from entering your mouth. A lot, of our, a lot of our customer base have been women, believe it or not. You know, you can increase the draw with the cap, side draw, to punch the side draw of it. And lastly, you can use it as a pick. So there's a couple of different ways you can use a select draw cigar cutter. Uh, we've tested, uh, we've we had an engineer testing the diameter of the prongs. We had the, so doesn't the cone-shaped cr- uh, prongs, so it doesn't tear your cap when you're pulling the uh, the uh, prongs back from your uh, cigar.
0: Yeah, and I, I want to say now, too, it, don't let it fool you. I... I had no idea how sharp those prongs were. You could actually defend yourself with that thing too.
2: Well, it's funny. We had a review from a, uh, from a pretty big influencer out in Las Vegas and he did a great review. I sent him one. I was talking to him for quite some time. And finally he did a review and he said, it's great looking piece, highly polished, but you can use it as a self-defense defense weapon.
0: Absolutely. <laughs>
2: I, I said, we do have liability insurance. So, uh, <laughs> as a, as a LLC and, uh, you know, but uh, other than that yes so and then we tried a couple different materials so it's, it's made out of the uh, 770 aircraft aluminum and the prongs are produced in steel uh, and we, th- we thought the, the aluminum gives it a lightweight feel in your hand while the steel prongs are stable and proven you know, not to be, not to dull.
0: Yeah and it's a, and I love the aluminum it's a beautiful product.
2: It is. So we pay for an extra, uh, our manufacturer does an extra uh, highly polishing quality assurance piece for us as well. So when, you, so when a customer gets the uh, the piece, there's no machine marks, there's no pitting on it. We never want a customer to have it with, there's, uh, you know, striation marks on it or a machine leave mark on it or anything like that for the mold as they produce them or any pits okay. so a lot of the yeah so we do a next we do a quality assurance they do a quality assurance we get them into our distribution center we do a quality assurance and make sure we putting it out to shops and the customers that we take a look at it in our own eyes as well and it comes in that plastic bag as well heat sealed from the factory to us and we take a look at every single one before we unpackage it and at times we don't unpackage it
0: and, and, we, the, uh, we, and- you know, we ship it out and then also, you don't just get the cutter, you also get that carry bag that's really yeah. nice.
2: Yeah, so we decided to just to make it like more of a boutique, and then it started exploding more than a boutique-type brand. And we thought, uh, you know, if it's not one of those things you can carry in your pocket, why not carry it in a nice velvet bag? So we started producing the velvet bags with our logo on it, and it gives you an extra added touch with the uh, velvet bag and when you're getting the cutter, not just the actual cutter.
0: Yeah, and I thought the bag was a nice touch, too, because after I use it, I actually use the bag to clean it.
2: Okay, yep, you can clean it. It doesn't scratch with the uh, bag. You can put it in your, uh, in your pocket. You can put it in your car. You can put it in your cigar box.
0: Well, you know, when, you, when, you, when you're a working man like me out in Texas, you know, sometimes our hands are a little grubby. <laughs> so we, we like to use that bag to clean it up and then put it away, and then it's clean and ready for presentation the next time
2: absolutely you know so that's good and i'm glad we have some we have a lot of feedback about the bag especially with the women they're putting it in their purses um the guys are putting it in their pockets even you know in their in their jackets sometimes in the suit pockets sometimes they're leaving it in the cigar box themselves in their humidor oh yeah so it doesn't really scratch like that so we it's really been a nice touch for us and we have getting a lot of feedback on that as well even uh we've getting a lot of feedback from the europeans too so we well, i was going say
0: i heard rumor that y'all were like kind of taking off in some other countries
2: yeah, so we shipped out to date uh, as of this April, as of the first of April, we shipped out to about 13. we well, actually 13 different countries we shipped out. New Zealand is now carrying it. France is now carrying it. Very nice. Um, Australia. So I'm getting. I'm I, you know I, I look at all the all the sales as they come in daily, and then when we look at them, you know it's it looks great when they come in from domestically, but then when you're looking internationally, went, wow, a lady from Australia wants six. Oh, wow. You know, the shipping and the shipping is pretty high. At times, from some of that, and and they don't really care about the shipping. They want the product or the niche product out there. We've shipped a lot to Germany, Uh, we shipped to France, Portugal, Switzerland, um, Warsaw, Poland, Munich, Germany, all around Germany. Wow! uh, Australia. So we're getting a lot of, and I always ask, I'm always intrigued by customers like, where did you hear us in Australia? Where did you get us? So the Instagram has been a huge hit for us. From the Instagram, you can really follow. Instagram is yeah, social
0: media is just like it, it opens up the marketplace worldwide
2: it does you know i'm so all night long i'm getting dm'd about from you know their time is different than our time across the world and we're getting a lot of dms all throughout there. wanting to know a little bit more about the product wanting a little bit more about our price point our pricing model what it actually looks like can we get a sample you know looking to buy 50 or 100 for their shop over there can we customize it and stuff like that so we're getting a lot of uh we're getting a lot Uh, in the u.s and then you know exploding in europe we never thought that we would uh, ever get that uh you know over europe
0: oh yeah and i'll tell you just like with the podcast you know most people know me from the instagram account my facebook account and i'm always shocked when i get questions or statements about the show from people from all over the world and so and it's funny thing is we selected this Uh, episode as one of our lucky listeners when they answer the uh, trivia question tonight we'll take a drawing from the first 30 answers that we get are correct and we're going to actually send them one of your select draws
2: Uh, that's great thank you very much Uh, I was going to mention that as well you know going through some of my uh, thoughts for um, you know for tonight and I thought you know what let's give away a select draw cutter to your listener matter of fact let's give two away oh well that'd to, um, be awesome man here let's give one away to the listener tonight on there let's do another giveaway for you let's get the word out even more than there i want to also I, mention we do have an all black one coming out oh really market yeah nice. so we have an all black glossy one coming out Um oh it's glossy yeah, yep so it's a glossy all black
0: yeah i like uh, that
2: so our manufacturer was getting was uh was putting a couple different. Um, Black coatings on it, you know, a, a gunmetal, a, a black matted. So we went with the glossy. Very so nice. It's the same functionality, same prong, same length, but it's going to be coming out uh about April 15th and be hitting the open market.
0: That's going to look sharp, man. That's going to it look is. sharp. So, yeah, and I'll tell you what, let's do where we send one of the uh, trivia uh question winners one and then we'll do a giveaway on the instagram account and we'll make a uh thing where we, they visit mine and yours and then uh, we'll select a random winner from that for the second one if that sounds good to you
2: sounds great I'm, I'm putting leaving your hands i'll send them to you and then however you want to do the giveaways that'd be great uh we could all be using use more traffic as well okay. to the site and more traffic to the instagram account Cool. Uh, but yeah, that'd be that'd be great.
0: Awesome. So tell us tell us where people can find you on Instagram and your website or wherever where anywhere that they can find you.
2: So our social media platform is pretty uh, is pretty robust. Uh, our Instagram is really heavy right now. It's select draw cigar cutters is the handle is the Instagram account. Uh, we do have a small Facebook following as well, but mostly Instagram has really been really taking off and really uh, the Europeans and really being uh, you know looked at. Uh, they can also go to our website at www.selectdrawcigarcutters. And there you can see it's really easy uh, to maneuver. We have a gallery owner. We have a press page. We've gotten some some write-ups now from Ministry Cigars and some Europeans. We have one coming out from Busto Magazine uh, in Denmark. We have a few other magazines that have been contacted us as well. So uh, look forward to that coming out. And uh, our webpage has uh, some galleries, some pictures, some tutorials. So take a look at that as well. And you can see actually how it's used oh good good um, yeah and take a look at so we have we put a lot of uh marketing time into our website um in that as well Uh, it's very easy we take all major credit cards um paypal hey and i'll tell you
0: i'll tell you what i'll do is i'll put a link in my web page to your website so any listeners can just go straight to my website click on the link and go straight to yours
2: that that is wonderful that i mean that's wonderful to get that uh to get that extra added touch i know um you know you talked a lot of people and uh, and have a lot of reviews on there so let's go ahead and step it up again let's give three outs your listeners oh great I'm gonna man you, i'm going to send you three uh select raw cigar cutters in the bag ready to go for tonight for any listener tonight and however you want to give them away if you want to do a giveaway, you know, for Father's Day, Momoa Day weekend, any way you want to give them away here, I'd like to send you three.
0: Oh, man, that's awesome. We appreciate that so much, and the listeners appreciate it, you know, and that's one of the things that my listeners know is I'm always getting people that send me stuff, and I just pass it straight on to them because, you know, I can only use so many things, and the show's not about me. It's about the listeners and the community, and so, so I... I got one question for you though. So you have this really cool cutter. What is your cigar of choice to use that cutter on?
2: So it's a, it's the medium size ring gauge. Uh, larger size ring gauge. You can use the side draw for a torpedo. So if you have a larger if you have a larger gauge cigar, you can do the crisscross. You can do it like a cross. You can do it six times. You can do it. See, I do uh, the crisscross like a. That's when, right. So when the you look is at it, popular. it
0: looks like the yeah. dice cut of the number that's five.
2: That's right. And you can do it on the side as well to get more of the draw as well underneath, right underneath the cap. And we have a couple pictures on our website as well for that. Um, so you can use it on all all sides of cigars. I mean, even well, see, I, cigars.
0: I hadn't thought about how to use it on a torpedo. So that's interesting.
2: Yes, so you do the one on, one on top of torpedo. And just if you don't even do a one on top, you can do the three on the sides and three on the sides and three on the sides of the actual cigar, oh, nice. uh, you know, right under the cap. So it gives you a good draw still, uh, fires up really well. Uh, good smoke. A lot of people like heavy smoke. some people don't. Some people do. I like a lot of heavy smoke within my uh, you know within my uh, smoking um, you know experience. Well, we always it's like
0: just, to know what other people are smoking. So what have you been smoking lately?
2: Uh, what have I been smoking lately here? I'm big onto my father's line. I just got a somebody just gave me a blue and green label last night, nice and bow. Oh, right.
0: yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the, uh it's, that's the Lagrand You're
2: exactly right. I just had one last night. I fell in love with it. Um, I smoke a lot of Cohiba. Siglio 3s, 6s. Um, I smoke a lot of uh, Ashton's. I'm a mild to medium type um, smoker, so the Padron demaso is is a good choice of mine. Um, and then, you know, I should say mild, medium, but, um, you know, I'm always smoking the Ashton VSGs and, right. and and the 26th Padron Anniversary. Can't go wrong with a Padron. Well, it
0: sounds like you're using your cutter the right way because you're using it on a lot of good cigars.
2: That's correct. We, we are. I, I have a lot of cigars in my collection i've been smoking for many many years so I, I try a lot of different cigars but you know cigar so for us and for anyone cigar smokers are a creature of habit so getting somebody to change and look at this cutter and to take a look at you know a different different than a v cutter or a guillot, you know a guillotine cut or some other different cutter a straight punch it's really it's really taken us back to where you know great have a take have a look at it you know, take a look at how it can use you, how it can use the uh, the the tool, and uh, and really, uh, if it's someone else's, someone else's cigar toolbox here. We're happy.
0: Well, you know but what's what's funny that you say that is, before we called you up, we were doing the show, and I asked Bryant what was the one thing that he would give as a tip to new cigar smokers, and he said to just be open. You know what I mean, and don't. Prejudge and have an open mind so that you can expand your horizons
2: you're exactly right i mean there's many factors going into selecting the cigar for a beginner
0: yeah and and the same goes for the cutter you know uh,
2: when i I would suggest you know something uh mild at first and and looking into that but yeah i mean uh you know accessories cutters are you know you create the opening in the in the end cap of your cigar allows airflow to pass through you know there are many cuts like i was just as many cuts to your cigar as a beginner or experienced smoker so uh you know uh don't get boxed in your executive right
0: well i i want to say that i was thoroughly impressed with your cutter and i was skeptical and so and i i smoke a lot of cigars yes. and you know i uh had my certain cuts that i liked so when you, you were talking to me about your cutter i was like man i don't know about this and then when i got it i i actually started taking it up to the shop and showing people because i was like hey this is actually an amazing cutter so i want to say hats off to you you guys hit a home run with it brother
2: well thank you very much i, I appreciate uh definitely uh, having us on and and, and your time and, and i'm glad that you enjoyed a cutter and i'm glad you, we can give uh, your listeners and your followers uh a uh, free select draw a couple free select draws so we can uh, get the word out and have someone else trying uh trying to cut her as well
0: all right man well hey we appreciate you ha- taking the time and being on the show with us and we definitely support uh, appreciate you supporting our listeners and if there's anything that we can do for you don't hesitate to ask
2: oh well, thank you guys very much for your time and uh, i appreciate you having me on
0: all right man have a good night i know you got thank it you a, i know you have a an event that you're attending right now so go out there yep. and have a good time brother all right thank you very much take care
2: bye-bye talk to you soon bye-bye
0: all right man, well we uh, really appreciate Mark taking his time to uh, join us on the show. Yes we do. And uh, so now let's uh, let's talk about cigars. Uh, what are you smoking today, Brian?
1: Today I'm smoking that Punch uh limited edition egg roll.
0: You know what's so funny about the egg roll is, I don't know if you know this, but it actually started out as a joke. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Yeah, they they came up with like a marketing thing, and it was kind of a joke because I don't know if you guys know the punch egg roll, but uh, they're short, they're shorties, uh, they're uh, a petite robusto, and uh, they come. In a box that looks like a, a Chinese, Chinese
1: food restaurant. Yeah,
0: place. yeah. It's a little, you know, the box with the little handle. Yes. And uh, then whenever you take the the band off, it has a uh, fortune. fortune. What's your fortune say?
1: My fortune today says you are cleverly disguised as a responsible adult. And that's perfect for you. <laughs> Forget you, you <laughs> it's perfect
0: for you. You know, one of the ones I had when I smoked one of those was, Hard work pays off in the future. future. Laziness. Laziness pays off today. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, anyway, I'm smoking a brick house Maduro. Mm. Uh, you know, this is one of my daily go-tos yeah. because it's a great price point. You're talking about a $6 cigar. that got a 93 rating. Yes. Smokes good. The draw's great. Uh, I think this is one of the most underrated cigars as far as the cigar community goes. Uh, And and I think it's because it's the price point so cheap that
1: That people people, overlook it. They
0: overlook it. And Mm -hmm. man, I probably smoke at least I'm gonna guess in the neighborhood of about five to ten a week. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah,
1: that's the, that's what drew me to the uh, the punch limited edition. Which I hate that it's a limited edition;
0: you only get it once a year. Oh, I know, and they were four dollars, four three ninety nine for a great cigar, a great
1: cigar, perfect draw great
0: taste. Yeah, so if you're in a cigar shop and you see these, Mm -hmm. snatch them up. Snatch them. Because you could not grow your own tobacco and roll them that cheap. Yeah,
1: it's not going to happen. And then the marketing, like you said, the marketing of it, putting it in a chinese food box having a fortune with it it just brings the entire genre out
0: there. It, it makes it fun yeah
1: because we were sitting back there when they first brought them out we were sitting back there. everybody wanted to hear each other's fortune <laughs> right <And laughs> Joking you know, about well
0: what was funny when they first brought them out in that little chinese, chinese food box. Uh, box i was like what the hell is this and so it turned out it was a really good cigar oh, yes oh yes so anyway uh let's talk about some of the other cigars that you smoke on a regular basis what's what's like give me two of your go-to's
1: my go-to uh steel horse flathead and
0: uh, you have too many to pick from i yes, know because I,
1: <laughs> I go to that shop and i just sit there and the day i'll try this the day i try that but the steel horse
0: flathead and uh, go ahead and say the monte cristo because yeah, i know that's your go-to. Yeah.
1: Uh, The number two, I I love that cigar. I just love everything about it. it.
0: And t- so, well, you know what's funny about that? I don't even know if I've smoked a Monte Cristo number two, just because I'm not a Monte Cristo guy. And you know how anyway. you all, you know how you have those. I guess it's like a mental block. I'm not talking to you. But right I, but I see Monte Cristo, <laughs> so, I just keep on walking. Yeah. No.
1: Sometimes you need, like you told me. Sometimes you need to stop.
0: You're right. You're right. But you know, I'm. Someone even said to me that. Man, you like a lot of the uh, boutique Boutique, cigars, and I do. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, Monte Cristo's been around since before I was born, probably, and I've I've been around for a while. (laughs) But uh, anyway, it's that whole line of Monte Cristo, Romeo Giulietta, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, a lot of those brands, Macanudo, uh, they just don't really appeal to me, and I'm not real sure why. Now, I have smoked... Like some Romeo and Julietas mm-hmm. that I like, uh, but it's not my go-to. My
1: go-to is that number two, and uh, like I said, steel horse flathead. You know, it's something now, I, I do could, like the steel horse. I could just sit back and with the steel horse, you're going to get a long, nice smoke. You're going to be able to enjoy it, and like you say, you 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 couple it with a good cup of coffee, a uh, Nicaraguan blend. <laughs> hey,
0: man, I'm with you on the coffee.
1: You just sit there and. The conversation starts on its own, especially with a newbie. They walk in and see you with this long cigar, this long stick hanging out your face. Like, oh, what is that? And then you, you know, you give them a little education on it.
0: And then when I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh, you don't want to smoke that.
1: Yeah. And then And You look up and he's got one in his <laughs> right, bag. Right.
0: <laughs> so uh, for me, my go to's and I've talked a lot about Roma Craft. You know, mm-hmm. I love Roma Craft. Yeah. Uh, Cabinet number six. And well the LFD, the LFD, the LFD, I at. love the cabinet 6, <laughs> but we don't ever have those because yeah. they're hard to find. Mm-hmm. But as far as Roma Craft, you know, really they don't make a cigar that I don't enjoy. Okay. I like the Intemperance Connecticut, Connecticut yeah. which is not my regular go-to, but I do like those if I'm in the mood for something a little bit lighter. And I'll also tell you, as a Connecticut, the intemperance from roma craft their connecticut is not your father's connecticut it's got a little kick to it it does so i enjoy those great construction uh their wrapper is not as thin as a lot of other connecticut's
1: and that's the conversation that you have with people about certain cigars you know you have people that love the bite and some that don't
0: right some people want a connecticut that's smooth Smooth and creamy. creamy yep so yeah but then if and I even enjoy the smooth and creamy Connecticut from time to time. That, I uh, can't believe that. True, man. The uh, La Galera of yeah, uh, Connecticut. I've seen you smoking dude, those. To me, that should be a 90 rated cigar or better. What and is I, the rate? I have no idea. Yeah. I'm just saying the construction is fabulous. It is. I mean, it's amazing. It smokes perfect every I've never had a bad one. And that's one of the reasons when you find a cigar that is the construction is perfect. Perfect every time.
1: The, the draw is and good.
0: The, the the flavor profile per- oh. is consistent. Oh. Man, that's gonna be a go to for me, even it's, if it's not one of my norms.
1: Especially when it gives you that that, that flavor through the second half. Ah. Uh, oh, so,
0: and the price point yeah. on it. I mean, you're getting a uh, Toro for like six, $6. fifty. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't beat that. Nope. And so if I'm going in to have coffee, yeah, I'm gonna pick up a couple of those. And spend at least. your
1: time and see <laughs> He said at least.
0: <laughs> so, but, okay, so Romacraft, my go-to on the Romacraft is the uh, Cro-Magnum Aquitaine. Mm-hmm. That's a beautiful uh, cigar. It's uh, got a medium to a medium full profile, more on the medium, medium side. side. Yeah. But it's a great smoke, and, I mean, it's just perfect every time. Now, also, you have the Chromagnum, magnum which is going to be your full body. And um, I love those. And then it, have you had one of the Neanderthals? Yes, I've had a
1: Neanderthal and I love the Neanderthal. You brought me up on that one too. Okay.
0: The Neanderthal, I love those as well. And my favorite Neanderthal is the, uh, genetic deformity. deformity yeah. That one is so cool. It's a smaller petite Neanderthal. So you're getting that full power punch on a, a small, small cigar. Yep. So I love Roma craft. Everybody knows that. And then also I'm a huge Perdomo fan because their quality is just so nice. uh, and that's, Perdomo's kind of tied with my father. I love just about everything my father does. Mm-hmm. My favorite, my father, is going to be the Bijou 1922, yep. yes. which I'd like the Torpedo. And it's full flavor. Man, it, it's when I say full flavor, it's full of flavor. And it's got a lot of nicotine, nicotine. in it. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a full profile all the way around. So, uh, let's talk about what we pair our uh, cigars with. For me, my number one pairing is going to be with black coffee. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do – and, you know, what's funny is I don't see myself as a coffee snob, but uh, in definition, <laughs> I think I am. Yes, because there are certain one, types. And, well, one, I only drink coffee. Well, I say only. Most of the time, I only drink coffee at the Leaf because their coffee is so good. Mm-hmm. When I go anywhere else and try it, I'm like,
1: ugh, that's, that's horrible. It definitely can taste the difference.
0: Yeah, and it's funny because when – I don't drink coffee at home unless I'm at the leaf first and I bring coffee Mm -hmm. back. And uh, my wife, in fact, last night I had to stay up and do some editing for the show. And my wife was like, you want me to make you a cup of coffee? And I was like, (laughs) oh, I was like, all right, make me a cup of coffee. So she she made it. I took one drink and I was like, eh, get me some tea.
1: You don't like that Folgers?
0: (laughs) No, she has one of those Keurigs. Oh, okay. And I I hate hate the Keurig mm -hmm. coffee because to me, it's water Mm -hmm. with a little bit of coffee flavor. Now, I know there's a lot of people who are diehard egg coffee drinkers, and, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. All I have to say is you're not really a coffee no, drinker. you're not. And if you want to write me some dirty emails about that, go ahead. You I'd love to read them on the air.
1: On the coffee aspect of it, I love it black also. But then you have these... Individuals that that's, drink.
0: That's because Bryant loves everything black. Uh, as black as you can get it.
1: Anyway. <laughs> but you have people that uh, drink coffee and you look at it and it's like, uh, that's chocolate milk.
0: Oh, yeah. Don't what? ruin your coffee what? with putting <laughs> stuff in it.
1: And then they over they over pour cream and four and five sugars i'm like why don't you just get you some syrup and drink it man. yeah it, it,
0: now you know what but i i'm a firm no. believer in everyone has the right to do what they, they want to do so you know if you want to yeah. do whatever it is that you do with your coffee go for it knock yourself out but i'm not doing it yeah, i i, I want it. i'm a yeah. purist yeah, yes. i want and that's one of the reasons I don't drink. I mean, I don't smoke infused cigars yeah. <laughs> because I want to taste the tobacco. tobacco I don't yeah. want to taste some lemony Snicket mm-hmm. shoved into a cigar. So What's I'm that the, a
1: cigar? Uh,
0: now, there is a Macanudo. No,
1: not that one. The one that's
0: the grape. Uh, oh, I have no idea. Oh, that yes, sounds disgusting. That's the
1: one you hate. Oh, God. The fruit. Oh. To
0: think. let me tell you something if there's a cigar that has grape flavor <laughs> i that would be the first time i if i see you smoking one i'd probably punch you in the face i'm just uh, telling you right now i can't
1: remember the name of it but i intentionally smoked it by you in the leaf one day uh, you got up and walked in the back <laughs> yeah because that's that's
0: disgusting i mean you might as well be selling cotton candy instead <laughs> we, of a cigar. It was
1: so funny because everyone in the leaf knew what I was getting ready to do. And when I started smoking, and he was like, what the? And you just got up and left, and everybody fell out laughing. It was just like, that's the community. Yeah, that's
0: that's <laughs> offensive. That's what that is.
1: <laughs> but when I when I love to pair mine with just like you said, a nice Nicaraguan blend uh, uh, coffee to just sit back and enjoy myself. You know, the, the uh, coffee, it is – accentuates the taste of the cigar. You know, you want something that makes the cigar, even though it's something that I love and I I smoke daily, but every once in a while, I want something to accentuate that taste. To sure. make it a little, Just a little bit better to give me a, a, a different taste. That's what I love about the Leaf because they have so many different types of coffees. The Costa Rican, the Nicaraguan, you know, you get that blend and you say, okay, well, this, you know, this would taste better with the uh, flat house or this would taste better with that number two. You know, being able to couple those together with something and then enjoy it, that's what it's about.
0: Oh, heck yeah. And, you know, also what I'd love to do, Especially on the weekends, like right now, we have the Masters going on. Yeah, yeah. man, sporting events Especially with cigars, golf. Especially golf. coffee, or bourbon. <sighs> man, you sit back and just when you get to watch a, a sporting event with your cigar community, mm-hmm. man, that's what's fun. That's a blast.
1: That's it. Taking it back to the uh, the last Super Bowl, uh, we were sitting there watching it and how everybody reacted, but it was still the enjoyment of your stick. Right and with me, my cup of coffee at that time. And, and we
0: were all ragging uh, on Brady. So, you know. Ragging on Brady. <laughs> and then he
1: comes out in the end. Anyway.
0: We knew he was going to win. <laughs> yeah. But I'll back it up. How about, because I want to give big props to Texas oh, Tech yeah. Red yeah. Raider basketball. Yeah. They came up short in the final game. Yeah. But they, they had hit. a chance. The last I'd say a minute and a half. I thought they were going to win, mm-hmm. and then they let uh, Virginia shoot, shoot a three pointer yeah. that yeah. just broke my heart because mm-hmm. I knew if we went into overtime, they had, had a chance to now. win it yeah. because of that defense.
1: Right. But we were sitting. I was actually up there at the league. The way people were reacting about it, this is one thing I learned about uh, when I got here to Texas, Texas is a place that is a, has a religion based on their football and whichever Texas team is playing at that time.
0: Amen, amen, brother. <laughs> preach it, preach it.
1: It doesn't matter <laughs> whichever team. Texas team was playing at that time. Everybody is for Well, full. you know,
0: we haven't had a basketball team make the finals yes. since 1986, mm-hmm. I believe. Mm-hmm. And we haven't had a Texas team win the final since 1966. Wow. So for Tech to be even in the game was a huge Mm -hmm. accomplishment. And I can't wait to see what that coach does at Texas Tech next year because from what I have read, the talent level just goes up. Mm -hmm. Now, on another note, I think that now that they've made it to the championship, you got to keep their fire. Re- they're recruiting; yeah. is going to oh. go way up.
1: Come on, now you made it to the le- the finals,
0: right? You made it, and the year before they made it's it to, to the, the eight. eight. Yep, lead so eight. So I see. Texas Tech have an opportunity as long as they keep their coach of going into that blue chip realm of basketball. But it's
1: changing the mindset of Texas Tech. You know, Lubbock has a different mindset and it's a ba- it's based on that college. It's based on that college. Oh yeah. And then you saw when you looked at the game, you saw Mahomes in the in oh, the stands. I know. And the thing that, that that had me dying laughing was he put that tape over his uh he had an underarm shirt on, but he put the tape over it and it had Adidas on <laughs> marketing again. Right, right right but it was that fire no matter what he's always going to be a red raider. no matter what They're-
0: all right man so let's shift gears here uh we usually we do i do a separate segment on the finishing out the show but brian's here with us today in the studio so we'll just go ahead and roll on uh, this week's Cigar of the Week come on, is going to be the Casa Fernandez Ooh. Aganorsa Leaf Cigar. I like it in the Maduro. I yes. also like it in the Corojo. And uh, let me just tell you, if you haven't had one, it's a box press. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful cigar. And I just had the opportunity to try this cigar about two weeks ago. And since then, every cigar shop I go to, I look, look for, for it, it because it's a home run. Oh, and the great news is, after I smoke the cigar... I actually saw the vice president of their company on LinkedIn. So I reached out to him and asked him if we could do an interview. And April 22nd, we're going to have him on the show. So he's got a rich story for their cigar community and their family. So we can't wait to have him on the show. Now, later today, uh, we're actually going to be at the Leaf and we're going to do an interview with John and Scott. From Warfighter Cigars, yeah, yes. and I love these guys. They're a couple of veterans that started a cigar company, uh-huh. and they're very involved with uh, Cigar for Warriors. So mm-hmm. we want to give props to those guys. If you're looking for cigars for warriors, you can go to our website, Cigar Podcast. Excuse me, go to our website, Cigartalkpodcast.com. Look on our friends page. You can go down and find a link for the uh, Cigars for Warriors and you know I'm always preaching this, you got to contact your senators Mm -hmm. and let them know to support Article S9, which takes the cigars premium cigars out of the hands of the FDA. Marco Rubio just did a big speech, had a bunch of people from the industry come in and talk to the Senate. And hopefully we're going to get tobacco or not tobacco, Tobacco but premium cigars cigars taken out of the FDA's hands. Uh, That's going to be a huge win for us if we can get that to happen. And that is going to stem from grassroots Mm -hmm. getting up, contacting your senators. And if you want to become part of Cigar Rights for America – uh go to my webpage as well and look under friends and you can find cigar rights of Americans link, join them up. It's only $25. Yes, it they is. send, they send you two cigars. So basically you're getting a year membership and you're getting two cigars and they send you a membership card. And uh, that way we support people who have a voice for us yes. on the level of the Congress and Senate. Senate. So anyway, let's do our cigar uh, talk trivia question for the week uh, if you can tell me now I, w- i've changed it up because a bunch of people were emailing me saying that they couldn't listen to the show until like monday or tuesday and the winner kept happening on you know, saturday, saturday yeah. because like i would get an email Within like two minutes of the show coming out, and people were going to the end getting the answer and send it to me. So they were complaining, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna listen. We're gonna change things up. So now what we do is we take the first 30 people to answer uh, the question correctly. We put them in a drawing, and this week they're gonna win. I'm gonna actually gonna send out two uh, free select draw cutters. ...to the two lucky people that we draw out of the winners from the Cigar Talk Trivia. So this week's question is, if you go back and listen to any of the shows, tell me what shop and what city... I've done a show at that was outside of Texas. If you can tell me the name of the shop and the city, then no, Brian, you don't get to answer. So if you can tell me where that is, the name of the shop, and be the first 30 that send us, we're going to do a drawing and send you a Select Draw cutter. We want to say thank you again to Mark over at Select Draw. Uh, we appreciate uh, them partnering up with us on the uh, giveaway. And uh, can't say enough about those guys and their product. Yes, they sir, do a great, great job. Cutter. Great cut. And uh, next week on the show, we're going to have smoking Brad from Lubbock and Good Karma. He went down to Honduras and took a uh, tobacco farm factory tour. So we appreciate you sticking in with us. And until uh, next week, keep smoking, my friends. Thank you.